Hello there. We just wrapped up the Ask Me Anything number eight, which is available to the JRF membership, and I encourage you to check it out. We covered some really, really great topics. Um, let's see, the beginning of it, we did an activation, and we got some really, I, th I felt like they were very interesting insights and perspectives from our teams on uh, the, the decade uh, arising here, the, the 2020s. And we actually heard a kind of interesting um, take on the, the summary assessment of the 1920s and how it's just tied in this neat little package of the roaring 20s as if the same experience was had by all. <laughs> so there was a really nice sort of un unbundling of that little myth right there and, and the effect on all of us and really the key message that I heard was inspiring us to really allow ourselves the individuality and authorship of who and what we are, we are in our lives, every single one of us. Oh, and it just felt really refreshing and sort of um, gives us, gives every human more credit, uh, more the credit it deserves that it's, I mean, that it's more than a headline. And the 10 years in any human's life is far more than it could be encapsulated in one word associated with a decade. And for all of humanity, I mean, it's just like, give me a, give me a break, right? Anyway, so that was sort of a, a fun reality check. Um, and then the questions that we got into, my gosh, we talked about Julian Assange and Edward Snowden, um, uh, free speech, um, the desire to speak your truth, whistleblowers, whistleblowers throughout history, how the era affects your beingness and how your infinite self actually picks the era sometimes because of what it wants to be um we talked quite a bit about the planning that the the and the choices that the soul makes regarding an incarnation um and multiple layers of the conversation that came up we talked quite a bit about um health and wellness and surviving uh, terminal illness and surviving disease and things like cancer and the role that the individual has in that, um, how it relates to law of attraction teachings and A Course in Miracles types, positive thinking sorts of uh, teachings energetically. And we had a really strong counter to a lot of the takeaways that a lot of people have that follow those, those lines of thought. Um, let's see, somebody asked about, let's see, the definition of grace. That was a beautiful explanation from Mother Mary. Yeah, there was a lot of great questions that we covered today. We talked, it's about a two hour, two hour message and I hope you love it. And, um, I hope it's one that you come back to again and again. There's a lot here and I hope you love it. I hope you find it expansive and uplifting and inspiring and informative in your life, in your life as you are one, you're meaningful, relevant, inherently valuable, always loved one. Bye-bye mm. for now. And enjoy the message. <laughs> enjoy the experience. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ask Me Anything number eight. I can't believe we've done, yeah, seven <laughs> of these already. And it's actually been, we're on the one-year anniversary of having created the um, members area. And I want to thank each of you 
for the commitment that we make to each other for taking things to even new levels. Um, the support that I feel uh, from you and the support that I feel for you is it's very different because of that commitment that we make to each other, um, you as members and me as a, as a provider alongside you, looking at you, you know, as a peer and um, excited about what's on the outer edge of our present consciousnesses individually and collectively. So it's, uh, it's really exciting. And anyway, thank you. <laughs> I think it's been a good year. <laughs> okay, so uh, ask me anything. We've got some great uh, questions from you guys. And for those of you that are in the um, live event, feel free to post questions in the chat room as well, okay? All right, so let me look through these. And I will say in advance, I don't know if we'll get to all the questions. Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. Um, we do, we meaning myself in my expanded consciousness and what I call my team, um, we do tend to pick questions, not necessarily in chronological order, in the order that they came in, but we tend to grab questions that seem like they are the most um, maybe fresh and new where we feel like we have something new to offer that we haven't talked about before. Um, or we also tend to pick questions that seem to be the most expansive for, for us overall as, um, as a group, as a, yeah, as a group. Okay. So please, I hope your feelings aren't hurt. If I don't answer, if I and my team don't answer your question, it's not personal. We're not saying we don't like you. We're not saying it was a dumb question or anything like that. We're just feeling like, okay, maybe these other questions, some of this, another question feels like there's, there's more room to play there and more room to stretch out the energy and offer something new. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Very good. Let me look through these here. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Hello, Miriam. She's like, hi, Jill. Back with my question and curiosity about Julian Assange. What do his and or our teams want to share about freedom of speech, press, our justice systems? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I read it, so, they, so there we go. Okay, let's, uh, oh yeah, sorry, we should do a connection exercise first. And we were going to do something else uh, in addition, weren't we going to? Let me go look at that. Okay, hang on. Sorry about this. I'm like, we were going to do an activation or something, right? Yes, we were. Um, so hang on, Julian. <laughs> I'll get to you, get to you in a minute. Um, but let's do a connection and exercise that always seems just like a great place to start. So if you could... Oh, just give yourself some space in yourself for what you don't know yet, right? And your creative ability and just allow yourself to be trusting and open with you and with source energy and with me that there are things that we may not even have thought to ask that can also come through. And those are sometimes the most exciting things in our humanness is what we didn't even think to ask, but what was available and what we created alongside each other. So let's take a nice deep breath with that idea of sort of surprises, pleasant surprises. 
Okay, on this next breath, expand your belly, please. And again. Okay. While you continue breathing, let us kind of whisper in your ear here. Our minds are amazing. They are such an important part of our humanness and the equipment that we operate from. They're a, a partner and an ally in our consciousness and in the way we stretch ourselves uh, in this reality where we can sometimes feel confined, right? Okay, so what you and I are doing alongside each other in, in our version of reality is we're actually pushing the limits of what our human awareness can hold. We are stretching the boundaries of human consciousness. It affects everything about our lives. It affects how we experience our five human senses. It also affects how we know ourselves and how we know our world, not only as it is in its present reflection, but as it is beyond space and beyond time. Very good. All right, you guys keep breathing there. Take a nice deep breath. While you stay here, I'm going to um, offer something different than they ask me anything, but it is a bit of an activation for the year 2020, which may or may not be relevant depending on when you're listening to this but it's also related to the upcoming decade, 2020 through 2029, okay? Um, my team was sort of whispering in my ear yesterday that it's interesting that there's a decade from 100 years ago known as the 20s, the roaring 20s, the 1920s. And when people say the roaring 20s, and I don't think it's just um, a USA term, um, I'm guessing most Western, westernized or um, industrialized societies have a have a sense of what that means. Maybe it's from literature like The Great Gatsby, um, or movies or something like that. But there's this um, imagery associated with the 1920s. What's interesting about that is that the roaring 20s and people think of, um, you know, the flappers and the dancing and the music and the the fancy cars and the extreme wealth, um, followed by um, stock market devastation. And um, now in our modern day time, we look also at the manipulation, um, the um, orchestration of the economy in a way that does not benefit everyone. <clears throat> but what we wanted to point out is that even in the 1920s, in the, the heyday side of it, not everybody was dancing and singing and obviously driving fancy cars. There was um, extreme poverty, <clears throat> excuse me, in that decade, and not everybody benefited from what is called the Roaring Twenties. So there's many things you could take away from that. One thing that we'd like to sort of tee up for you is this idea that 
there are stories told about eras that are from a very narrow perspective about what happened and what is happening. And that leaves a large portion of the population out in terms of, of what they were experiencing and what they were creating at that time. <clears throat> or enduring, as the case may be. The reason that we talk about this is that the upcoming decade and your upcoming year, we are constantly wanting to inspire your authorship and your sense of, of creating your own sense of story, okay? Your own sense of ownership over who and what you are as an individual in your life and what you have decided your life means to you and therefore to those that interact with you in your life. That personal authorship is not um, natural to many. Um, it feels impossible to some, it feels overwhelming to others and others just feel a, a, a deeper kinship with the idea of community in a sense that um, you know, all are one, and that there's this group momentum kind of that, that you're a part of. And almost like if you're in a really big crowd, you don't need as you don't need as much uh, decision, there's not as many decisions about whether you turn right or to left, you just kind of have to go with the herd, right? And some live their lives that way. And they're constantly assessing where is the herd going. And in the work that we do, um, that we do together alongside well with alongside Jill um, and with you, what we're always um, keen on is this idea of breaking away from the herd for those that feel resonant with that approach. Okay. That isn't for everybody. We, we, we acknowledge this. Um, we don't fight this. We, um, we honor the, the choices that you have in your humanness. And we, we just want to be as clear as possible about the energy systems that we are, um, maybe extra, um, focused on in terms of outcomes and inputs. We are very much in support of the leadership of light that we view you as as a human. This is a, a sacred and divine opportunity that that any human and every human has to possibly change the course of history, sometimes by breaking away from a herd, not by joining a herd. Um, if you know yourself as quite um, independent, and maybe even rebellious, there is a structure to you about thinking for yourself, maybe arguing <laughs> with with um, with um, popular teachings and and what everybody takes for granted. You you say, well, I don't I don't even agree with that. So there's just an individuality about you. Um, that doesn't mean that if if you are somebody that that prefers and we don't mean herd in a negative way. By the way, we're not meaning it in a derogatory fashion at all. Um, 
for those that do feel more comfortable for whatever reason in the herd sensation, um, there's still maybe many, many things that you have gotten out of our work um, and will get out of our work. But there is a very different experience that those of you that feel very individuated in your light and the sense of sovereignty that is offered by you being your one, by you taking as much ownership and authorship as you will allow in your humanness. Um, yeah, it's anyway, just wanted to point that out. So there will be your 2020 to through 2029 oh, there's samson let's go grab him <laughs> i was wondering when he was gonna ask to join okay hang on So the decade 2020 through 2029, which you are just kicking off in the last four days is January 4th, 2020, when we're sharing this, there, there will be a time in the, a time in the future where there will be things written about the twenties of your 21st century, right? And many of you, if you look at that, will, will sort of giggle or smile and say, that, that doesn't, that's not what I experienced, right? Some of you, it may capture it perfectly, right? The same can be said of retrospectives of the 1980s, the 1990s, the 1970s, the year 2000, you know, the, the decade of 2010 through 2019 that you just closed the chapter on, right? So this desire that humanity has to sort of wrap things up in a nice, neat little synopsis where a decade of 100 years ago could be called the Roaring Twenties. And everybody has a, a similar, um, again, imagery of what that was. That imagery was not natural to those who actually lived in the 1920s. It, it, they were very individuated and individualized. And of course, there's the herd experience, but that the Roaring Twenties, it, it wouldn't have been called the Roaring Twenties by probably 85% of those that lived it. There was nothing roaring <laughs> about it, <laughs> not in a not in a party way. Um, anyway, so it's funny. Uh, we find it humorous anyway that that humans constantly want to synthesize things to some really over just in a in these banal sorts of terms that just defy the richness and the complexity. Um, and the indescribability of a decade, I mean, 10 years, that's a lot of living. Um, on an individual scale, that's a lot of living versus on a collective humanity scale. Uh, so let's, let's give each of you the credit that you deserve for the year that you're initiating and the decade that you are ushering in. You are ushering in potential and possibilities and probabilities of what you will or won't be. You are so much at the helm of what happens there. And simultaneously, you're interacting and navigating in a highly unpredictable, quite chaotic, 
in many ways random field of energy that you interact with. So that's important that you know that. It's important that you give credit to the to that, those variables of the environment in, in which you call home and in what you call life. Yeah. Okay. It's exciting. It's we always look at things in a in a positive way because uh, because you can <laughs> and because things do tend to go better <clears throat> when you give credit uh, for greatness and the potential for greatness in any situation, even one that you maybe would not have scripted. Um, that's in many ways where your glory really shines is in the things that don't go well in the things that you never would have asked for. Not because you didn't think of it, but because you wouldn't want it to happen. There are so many instances, not just of making you tougher or stronger or wiser, but just the proof of God's love, the the infiniteness of of God's grace comes through in in those times when you're like, okay, I kind of wish I wasn't here, but, but I've got this that you are far more capable than you give yourself credit in so many situations in your life. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> it feels good. Do we, I'm just asking them, do we want to give any predictions um, for the twenties? Maybe not for the planet as a whole, cause that feels um, silly given what we just talked about, but maybe for this group, Some of you have been wanting to take a sharp left turn for a really long time. What are you waiting for? Literally, think about what thoughts are coming up right there. What are you waiting for? What are you as your field of consciousness, whole and complete, may not feel that way. What are you waiting for? And what you will probably run into there are some oversimplified, mental, <laughs> mentally oriented rationalizations for staying right where you are. And to us, there's nothing wrong with where you are. And like we were saying before, we love to support you in going off track a little bit, because when you go off track, you lay down new, tr- new tracks. And new tracks can be exciting and new tracks can be scary. Um, it's, it increases the, the range of possibilities from what you have now. And that can be a very positive thing, but it may not always feel like it in that moment. It all depends on how you decide to respond um, in any of those situations, whether things go well or whether you, you feel personally like things are not going well or did not go well. Okay we've said before, and we will insert it again right here, those of you that tend to hold back from taking bold moves in your life, because you are waiting for the right time, or want more assurances, or are wishing there were some sort of guarantees or further minimization of risk. We, uh, we predict that 10 years from now, you will still have not taken those bold moves. 
Yeah. And again, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you, if you know now <laughs> what we just, if you, you, why wait 10 years, right? To, to kind of figure some of this stuff out, it's going to be messy change and doing new things and taking sharp left turns can be, um, yeah, it can be scary, but you know, who's going to be there for you is you. And you know, who is who <laughs> or what is alongside you at every breath of your journey is source energy that loves you absolutely unconditionally is always cheering you on is always ready with compassion and concern um, when when you need it when you want it when you always whenever you you desire it it's always there for you you are always there for you let's repeat that you are always there for you. And the more bold moves you take sometimes, and the more you learn um, and reinforce this idea of trusting. To experience the full Ask Me Anything number eight, which is about two hours long in total, just go to jillreneefeeler.com forward slash monthly dash members dash only and you will see the options for how to uh, become a member. You'll have options for whether you do month to month that you can cancel anytime, or there's the convenient annual option, which saves you 24 US dollars per year. Once you register, then you can go to the link for today's uh, experience that you were receiving a free intro to, and that's jillreneefeeler.com forward slash ask me anything eight forward slash. All right. I love you guys. And I hope you like this little uh, intro portion. There's obviously even more uh, in the rest of the experience, and I think you'll love it. Thank you so much.